T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, on the show, joining us now, Don Bailey Jr. Big week, University of Miami football schedule is announced. DBJ, how you doing? I'm doing great, Joseph. How about yourself? I'm examining the schedule. and uh, I bet you are. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, I, think, uh, I, I, I think you're okay September and October, but I, I know October 31st uh, you start scratching your head. Well, that's about the time we start crossing over with basketball. So I'll go through this schedule here uh, for our listeners, and then you and I will uh, talk about it. Plus, uh, we've got some other things to discuss as well in terms of what uh, the Hurricanes have done here uh, in the offseason. They have a quarterback now, so we'll get around uh, another quarterback, so we'll get around to all that. Uh, the season will open up on September the 5th at home against Temple. First three games are at home. Temple, Wagner, University of, uh, University of Alabama, Birmingham. Then Miami on September the 26th goes on the road at Michigan State. We'll talk about that in a moment. October, Miami is home against Pittsburgh. Then a Friday night game at Wake Forest. October 24th, home against North Carolina. Then on the road, Halloween night at Virginia. That has always been a house of horrors. So appropriate that Miami Mm -hmm. plays there on Halloween night. November 7th, the Seminoles will come to Hard Rock Stadium. November 14th, Miami goes to Virginia Tech. November 21st, Miami goes to Georgia Tech. And the season wraps up uh, on Thanksgiving weekend, November 28th, against Duke. So all Saturdays, that's good, except for one at Wake Forest on a Friday night. Hate that. And uh, then I see uh, my pet peeve would be uh, Florida State and Virginia Tech back-to-back. So there you have it. That's the schedule. And we got a got Georgia Tech around that time too, right? Yeah, I mean, Georgia that's, Tech uh, right after it's, it's Florida State, Virginia Tech, and Georgia Tech all in a row. But your two biggest yeah. rivals back to back. Yeah, that's uh, you know that, 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 I don't like to see that as well. Uh, fortunately or unfortunately, depending how you look at it, uh, one bye week, right? <laughs> this Instead year, of being one bye week. Up yep. with, uh, stacked up with three bye weeks, but. You know, Joe. You know it's going to be it's a it's a challenging schedule in the sense that uh, the Michigan State game to me I think is uh, no matter no matter what their record is, no matter what college football thinks that they're going through right now, that is that's a very very tough environment. And they're a well coached team and they're an experienced team with an experienced coach. So Miami's going to have to be hitting on all cylinders by the time they get to that game. And as you mentioned, uh, Florida State and Virginia Tech back to back. You know, the only thing you can say is, well, Miami was able to get Virginia Tech and Notre Dame back-to-back a few years ago, but that was at home. That's not the case this time. Well, I, my, my, per, my uh, uh, observation is, uh, always has been, uh, that Miami-Florida State game, I think it also works the same way for Florida State. Uh, the week after, you're, you're battered and bruised. And yep. that's always – and of course, your morale is affected by what happens on the scoreboard as well. And by we know we've been down this road so many times. The more important game, uh, conference record-wise, is Virginia Tech. But we all know that Florida State is the important game. 
correct. And I and I and I don't think uh, you know a lot of people don't realize you come out of that game punch drunk and you end up having to go to uh, Virginia Tech and that 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 stadium uh, is is tough a place to play, especially that time of year. It's mid November. It's not going to be uh, weather that. I would say is conducive for a Miami Hurricane football player uh, if I had a choice. But, I mean, it's, you know, there's no telling what it's going to be there. But that place on the road going back to back, you really got to make sure that you have an understanding mentally what you're walking into at Florida State, obviously. But that, that game takes care of itself mentally. And, I, and I'm with you. You know, you can't, you can't let your guard down one bit against Virginia Tech. It seems that they've got their quarterback issue was settled against us last year, and it really turned their program around, and Justin Fuente as well. It's helped him. So, you know, they're expecting a lot of great things out of the Hokies. And as you mentioned, that time of year, it starts to be money time. It's playoff time. This is when everything starts to count. And being that that is a conference game against Virginia Tech, that'll even put more weight on it. I would say to fans that they want a place to go. Michigan State, in late September – is a great venue. Uh, the, the stands are right on top of the field. I did the game there in 89. Uh, Gino Toretta came on for an injured Craig Erickson and Carlos Huerta kicked the game-winning field goal. Uh, but that's the place that holds 76, 78,000. They are right on top of you. Uh, fans in the Midwest are friendly. The tailgating is great. Uh, that should be quite an afternoon. And of course, you mentioned the game itself. Michigan State prides themselves on being a very physical team. So uh, that'll be a great challenge. But from a atmosphere standpoint, Michigan State is a really good place to visit. It really is. I, you know, if you're one that travels and we've got some great fans that do hit the road and watch their Miami Hurricanes, uh, that, that's one I'm looking forward to. I haven't, ever, I haven't ever been there. I've played against Michigan State as when I was at Miami, when I played, but I've never been to that stadium. I've never been actually uh, played a game in the state of Michigan, so I'm looking forward to it. And uh, I think it's going to be very, very exciting. And I'm with you. Make your reservations now. And that, if you're going on the road game, that's the one right there. All right, Miami today, today Miami this week, uh, landed a quarterback, the Eric King from Houston. And uh, some would look at that and say, okay, this is a transfer, a guy transferring up, which often happens. Uh, we've seen that in basketball at the University of Miami. Jack McClinton transferred up from Siena to Miami. Now his number is retired at the Watsco Center. So it does work. Dara King against Power 5 teams was very good. Uh, at Houston, when he played against the Power 5 teams, he averaged 37 points a game. In those games, he had 10 touchdowns and no interceptions as a member of the Houston Cougars in four games against Power 5 teams. So I don't think he was intimidated by moving up in, in, in competition. Joe, I've watched him play, and um, he piqued my interest at the beginning of the season when I was looking, you know, at the national picture. And this guy is a difference maker, I mean, and I mean that sincerely. And you know, you look when I when I saw that Miami was going to get him, and I think the, the Miami football staff and head coach Manny Diaz deserve a lot, a lot of credit landing him and and the new offensive coordinator Brett Lashley and him being able to convince King that this is the place for him and you know the teams that were in the running were were LSU and were 
of course, Oregon. And there was there was teams, Maryland, that are brand-name teams as well that could have used his help. But I just say, what did Bryce Perkins do his first year or his second year, however you want to do it, for Virginia? He put him on the map. Yep. I mean, he, 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 he got him in the Orange Bowl. I mean, so if, if you're wondering what a transfer can do or what this guy can do, yes, it's a one-year deal. You look at his numbers at every position because he's got impressive numbers as a return guy. He's got present, impressive numbers as a receiver. Uh, there was He played running back in high school. He's got top-end speed. And I have some friends that are on the staff at the University of Houston now, and I, I was talking to them on Sunday, and they're saying that without question – this guy's a legit quarterback, and we've seen now that you know the five eleven guy, the six foot guy, can play this game professionally, and certainly in college. But when I look at him, he may very well be the best slot guy on the team as we speak. He might be one of the best running backs on the team, and we're going to see what happens. You know, based on his tape, you got to put him in there that he may be the best or most consistent, let's say that, the most consistent quarterback on the team right now. And the, the historical perspective I get out of him is touchdown to interception. And, you know, the rearview mirror, it's pretty easy to pick out what happened to Miami last season. They had a horrible kicking game. They didn't, you know, if they had that fixed, that would, that, this whole conversation would have been a lot different. And you had quarterbacks that decided to throw three picks in a couple different games, which nobody can overcome. So, you know, you're going to throw interceptions, but you don't want to throw three of them in a football game. And that's where King, to me, has, has been the most impressive as the quarterback. I think physically, I don't think he's got any peers. When you realize what he has done in his college career at multiple positions and then just come in and pick up the quarterback spot – at the level that he's in, for the coaching that he's had and the conference that he's had against the competition, he's an amazing young man. And, again, this was a steal. This, I mean, they, they, Miami, University of Miami did a phenomenal job landing him. He, whether it was him or the Wake Forest guy, you, you can flip the coin on him. But the two most important players in the portal they got, and then Miami got the third one with the defensive end from Temple. Temple. Yeah. Well, first about the quarterback – Find me another quarterback that has a kickoff return for a touchdown. At any rate, right. <laughs> yeah. so, that's what I'm saying. I mean, he just produces. He's a playmaker. He, I do want to get to Roach in, in, in one second, I, and I want to pick up on uh, the offense. And I, I mentioned this to Hawk and Crowder yesterday, and I know you and I have had this discussion a million times, and you played offensive line. And I've been telling you, saying to you, the rules, the rules, the rules. If you don't take advantage of the rules in college football with releasing linemen and the RPO in the spread game, you're, you're not taking advantage of the game. You're not, you're not playing the game the right way, and now they're going to. Well, and the beauty of it is they hire an offensive line coach who grew up in this system, played rich for Rich Rodriguez, right? So he understands, he understands it as well as anybody because he lived it. He's coached it. He's coordinated it. He's been around it. He has a complete understanding. And I'm with you. You have to take advantage of every single aspect of the game. And having King in there at quarterback, now you are going 11 against 11 on every single snap. 
Uh, we, we'll get into the intricacies of the offense you know, during spring football, I'm sure. But I love the fact that the defense. Ask Manny Diaz what the nightmare is. You and I uh, spent the last two years before Miami played Virginia. He he walked in there and scratched his head every time we talked to him about Bryce Park because they were they were worried to death about it. As was Blake Baker this year. So this type of quarterback puts a strain on every single defense in the country, and the offense, as you mentioned, it takes advantage of every aspect that the rule book will let them. The defensive end, Roche, uh, 26 sacks in 35 games. In seven games against power, five teams, which include Notre Dame. He had five tackles. Two of his three highest tackle games came against power, five teams. He had nine tackles against Boston College. He had eight tackles against Duke. That's good, since uh, we had a little trouble with Duke recently. (laughs) And uh, he had a sack in a game against the Fighting Irish. So uh, he, too, against power, five teams, was able to uh, raise his level of play. Well, he, he's he's mature, and another conversation that you and I have constantly is the older team wins most of the time, and that Miami's got to get older. They got older at quarterback. They got older with Roche at defensive end. I like the fact when I watched him play that he can stand up, he can put his hand in the ground, and he can become a force. Now we saw the the great move that Miami made with Rousseau this year, moving him all over. And towards the end of the season, they had him standing up. They bring him in over the center and over the guard early in the season, creating a total physical mismatch, an athletic mismatch for those interior linemen. And now you've got two guys that are very, very similar with that. So I like the fact that you can't start sliding protections and you can't start chipping away at one, and then you've got him protected. You can put two or three guys over there and scheme against them, now, if you got bookends going at them like this, you create real, real problems, especially if Miami can elevate the play of Ford and, and, and those defensive tackles. I'll leave you with this. Uh, they also uh, were able to assign a wide receiver from San Diego. So I like that. I like this wide receiver signing without ever seeing him play one down. <laughs> I've not seen him play one down. Further, Joe. He's from, How about this? He's from San Diego. And he was recruited to Washington State. Here's what I know. I I prepared for Washington State a couple of years ago, and Mike Leach did not have any wide receivers that could not catch (laughs) or get open. That's the important thing. But another aspect of – and Manny Diaz went out there, uh, did an in-home visit. This young man was committed somewhere else. He's coming to the University of Miami sight unseen. He is a D1 player with great size and great speed, and there's not a wide receiver coach here when he signs. What's that tell you about his belief in this program and his opportunity with this quarterback coming in and this football team and what they've done this offseason? I think that's as as impressive a thing as you can come up with. The guy, he truly wanted to be a hurricane. He truly knew that he would be able to come in and have an opportunity to help and He's, he's going to be enrolled early, and the best part about it is that he's going to get in that strength and conditioning program with Coach Feely, and he's going to put on another 10 or 15 pounds in the next eight months and probably get a little bit faster, and he's going to add some competition to that room. Catch it for first downs. That's what I care about. Catch it for first downs. <laughs> you know you do. All right. Always good to talk with you. I'll be seeing you. Okay, Joseph. Have a good evening. All right. Take care. All right, that's uh, Don Bailey Jr. joining us.
When we come back, Wes Durham joins us as well. And uh, we'll take a look at the uh, schedule throughout the ACC, the Miami schedule, and uh, some of the other intriguing games in the ACC with Wes Durham coming up next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 